This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm Tim Grimes. If you're liking the show and getting something out of it, please share it with people who you think might be interested. The stuff we're talking about is unique, and I know that it is the kind of advice and information that a lot of people are looking for who are interested in the Law of Attraction, but just are unable to find. So if you think you know people who might be interested, or if you want to post this on social media, it's greatly appreciated, and it will help spread the word about this show and this wonderful information. If you'd like to contact me personally, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com or email me at info at RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. So I thought that we would have an episode today that discusses some of the overarching themes that are somewhat obvious when we look at the law of attraction, yet at the same time are under-discussed. Besides just doing this podcast, I also have been making quite a few YouTube videos about these ideas. And these YouTube videos uh, tend to be more spontaneous, not as refined, and you know, just more off the cuff than most of these podcast episodes are, which are more thought out before I do them. But doing these videos and seeing the responses that I get, because people seem to like these short videos, seeing the responses I get, I notice that there's a lot of uh, things about the general approach I take to the law of attraction that I just take for granted that people don't necessarily understand. And I thought that we could touch upon um, a couple of those today. The main thing, the first thing that I want to talk about is that while these principles seem very straightforward. The truth of the matter for almost everybody, myself certainly included, is that they are far harder to apply, especially consistently, especially day after day, especially when life throws you a curveball, especially when shit hits the fan. They're far harder to apply than they sound like they should be to apply when we first get into these teachings. And while I talk about this all the time, perhaps I don't discuss it enough. You know, this really is not about trying to be perfect. And I do think that on places like YouTube, you have these quote-unquote gurus who give the pretense of being perfect or having achieved something spiritually through these principles. And obviously, I mean, if you're familiar with my stuff at all, you know that I think that's utter horseshit. But this idea that we somehow have to hold ourselves up to these certain unobtainably high standards consistently is just totally ridiculous. You know, life throws you stuff that you have to deal with. That's basically how it goes. I know some of you might not agree with that, but virtually everybody I've ever met in life, if not every person I've ever met in life, is dealing with things. I apologize if you can hear the thunder in the background. We've... um, been waiting for a big storm for seemingly weeks, and it looks like we finally got it. So it's very exciting. The thunder is uh, auspicious. Uh, But this idea of being perfect or being able to just kind of relax and have this perfect life is, is not what I mean when I talk about relaxation, okay? I mean, it's ideally what I mean, right? It's just we relax into the flow of things and our life goes perfectly, And that's fine to have as an affirmation or what have you. But listen to the thunder in the background, if you can hear it, of this recording. That's reality. It's like I might have intended to have a, you know, a nice, clean, quiet recording. And instead, thunder 
goes on in the background. And that's perfect too. That's pragmatic, grounded in day-to-day reality and how to apply these principles in just a practical way is by dealing with what's coming at you and dealing with what you're dealing with in your life more effectively by applying these law of attraction principles. So it's not about perfection. You know, and I hope I don't make it sound like I am some highfalutin teacher who doesn't make mistakes, you know, because I make mistakes all the time. I screw up applying these principles all the time. And one thing that I am pretty good at is coming to peace with that quickly, you know, and just doing my best to uh, apply this stuff in the most pragmatic, helpful way that I can, both for myself and for everybody else. But it doesn't look special a lot of the time. It looks normal, you know? And sometimes it looks normal and you get abnormal results in a positive way. And that's great, you know? That's one reason we do this stuff. But when I talk about relaxation, it's not a superficial thing. It's learning to relax into pain, discomfort, and all the shit that gets thrown your way and being able to deal with it in a relaxed manner, meaning an open manner where you don't let these seemingly overwhelming emotions completely overwhelm you. You learn to relax into that fear, relax into that tension, relax into that stress more effectively. But does that feel special while you're doing it? No. A lot of the time, it still hurts. And that basically is how I practice the law of attraction is by feeling through these things that come up and staying focused on what I want, which generally speaking is, you know, peace, love, and goodwill. Basically trying to live the golden rule in my life and living peacefully and harmoniously within myself to do that. So I thought I would read um, the quotes that I have at the beginning of my book, The Law of Attraction Simplified, because it underscores a lot of these points that we're talking about today. There's three quotes that I included at the beginning of The Law of Attraction Simplified, and it um, is a good overall summation of my general approach, and I think the approach that most of us want to be taking when it comes to the law of attraction. The first quote is from Emile Kuei, who we were discussing last episode and who you know we always discuss and who happens to be my favorite law of attraction teacher. This quote from Kuwait says, The principle of the method may be summed up in these few words. It is impossible to think of two things at the same time. That is to say, two ideas may be in juxtaposition, but they cannot be superimposed in our mind. Every thought that completely fills our mind becomes true for us and has a tendency to transform itself into action. Therefore, if you can cause a sick person to think that his or her trouble is getting better, it will disappear. If you are able to make a kleptomaniac think that he will not steal anymore, he will stop stealing, etc. So that's the psychological, practical theory behind so much of the law of attraction in that quote. And then a practical spiritual approach is in this next quote by Emmett Fox, which you've heard before in this podcast. This is what Fox says. And this is, of course, the golden key of Emmett Fox. He says... As for the actual method of working, like all fundamental things, it is simplicity itself. All that you have to do is this. Stop thinking about the difficulty 
whatever it is, and think about God instead. That's a very direct approach that Fox is talking about. One could say the practical spiritual approach to all of these principles. And the last quote is from Claire Weeks, who, you know, we discussed uh, on a recent episode and who, you know, I just love as a teacher of uh, how to better handle anxiety and stress. And this quote from Weeks, the importance of it is obvious as soon as you hear it. And this is it. She says, and yet what is so simple to say is not so simple to do. So this is an, an imperfect approach and an approach where we acknowledge that there are seeming difficulties, you know, each step along the way. And that amidst all that, there's total perfection the whole time, which is God. And, you know, we might hear about people that live these ideal lives and uh, never make mistakes and everything just turns up gravy for them. But I've never really met a person like that in my life. An imperfect, perfect approach is what so much of this stuff comes down to on a practical level. And I think it's worth it to be reminded of that again and again. And that when we use these very um, idealistic terms or language, like relaxing into abundance, they're being used to describe the depth of these teachings, but they shouldn't be taken in such a literal way where you beat yourself up because you think you're not relaxing enough or that you're not perfect enough. Because when we get still and when we get really present in the moment, we realize we're always perfect enough. And when the mind chatter stops, it's just obvious that perfection is right now. So self-judgment is not necessary in order to make these principles work effectively in our life. We don't have to be overly critical. We just have to do the best we can and allow ourselves to be here again and again. <laughs> 